0: everyone and welcome back to newsies minute
1: the podcast where we examine the 1992 disney movie musical newsies one minute at a time
0: i'm your co-host aaron
1: and i'm your co-host james
0: every day this week i'm just gonna <laughs> call myself something different i like it we're back with minute eight
1: we are i have it starting with uptown to grand central station
0: and going through racetrack saying hiya boys to the delancys i have
1: hiya boys as my ending to that all right Disappointment for fans for this one. Uh, I didn't look up Grand Central Station one little bit. So
0: Well There that's we go. A- that's okay. I imagine we spend a lot of time possibly talking about the actors who play the Delancey brothers. Uh somewhat and also the sun. The sun. Oh, the newspaper the sun, yeah. not the celestial body orbiting. Correct. Correct. The first <laughs> I guess one I- it's not orbiting. We are orbiting we- it. Well it depends on who you believe. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, I almost did say the <laughs> celestial body orbiting the earth. Uh-huh. And then I stopped myself.
1: Welcome to the Ptolemy Minute. Uh, <laughs> we Improves Our Circulation is the best line in the musical, if you ask me. Because yes. Because it's both about circulation of the blood and circulation of the newspaper. It's true. I really like it. And I was really excited. I was like, oh, no, I missed it in minute seven. I was like, well, no, they already said it. Where is it? I was like, oh, no, it's the like the first thing that happens in, in minute eight. Yep. Then I have the idiot who wrote it must be working for the sun yep the New York Sun began publication on September third, eighteen thirty three as a morning newspaper ed- edited by Benjamin Day with the slogan. Here's a pretty good slogan: It shines for all,
0: oh, okay.
1: yeah, it's a pretty good slogan. It costs, interesting
0: that day edits the sun right
1: the day the day brings you the sun as opposed to the opposite, which is what normally happens. yeah. It was easy to carry, and its illustration and crime reporting were popular with working-class readers. It inspired a new genre across the nation in various cities, which followed known as the penny press, making the news more available to lower-income readers at a cheaper price when most papers cost five cents to purchase. Um, Wow,
0: five cents? Yeah. So even the world was cheap.
1: Yeah. Yeah it was the first newspaper to report crimes and personal events such as suicides deaths and divorces and the sun was the was the newspaper that where yes virginia there is a santa claus first appeared in 1897 do you know yes virginia there is a santa claus no so macy's has sort of taken it over but in 1897 i guess some uh, some little girl possibly apocryphally wrote into the sun and was like all right, yo, is there really a Santa Claus? And they wrote an editorial that was like, there is. There super, super is. And so Macy's has sort of taken over the, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus thing. Okay. But The Sun was where that thing first appeared.
0: Interesting. The Sun is also the newspaper that Brian Denton works for, That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought he did. Yeah.
1: So when they say the idiot that wrote it must be working for The Sun, oh, wait a minute, though. They're saying he must be working for the sun to write such a crappy headline for the world. Yes. That's what that means. I was like, what a weird, like the sun sounds like they would be into the sun.
0: Yeah. But they work for the world. The sun is the newspaper I want to read. Yeah. Partly because it's got Brian Denton doing some reporting. Partly because Stay editing The Sun is just too good to pass up. And partly because it's got all the good juicy stuff in it. It does have the juicy stuff. I don't want to read about the trolley strike. Right. I want to read about those murders.
1: Nude corpse found on tracks.
0: Yup. (laughs) Yup.
1: This podcast is ridiculous. Uh This movie is uh, amazing.
0: This movie is so good.
1: Okay, so uh, do you have anything else?
0: I have that Kenny Ortega choreographed the fuck out of this number. Correct. There were so many people all doing different things. Yes. And honestly, like the cinematography of this is really good too, because you can see all of the different things going on. Yeah. But the focus is clearly on like the primary action. Right. But like also all of the smaller character newsies do a really good job with their background business. Absolutely. Absolutely. In this minute and all minutes. Like, there's a lot going on on screen pretty much at all times. Absolutely. But at no point does it feel overly busy. Right. At no point does it feel like you would rather be watching this thing happening over here instead of the main action. Correct. But if you've seen this movie as many times as we have, then there's still stuff happening in the background that you can look at if you're tired of watching Christian Bale not dance
1: properly. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's stuff firing all over the place and people doing handsprings and all sorts of stuff. Yeah,
0: Like there's one and I don't it may have been it may be this minute It may have been the previous one because I didn't write it down. Um, But like racetrack and somebody else are like sword fighting. Yeah. Like somebody's like got a stick. It, it may have been crutchy in his
1: with his with his cr- crutch. With his crutch. Yeah. yeah.
0: Waving it at racetrack who's like boxing with it. Yeah. And that's like the foreground action. But there's like actual hardcore like acrobatic dancing going on in the background. Yeah that if you pay attention,
1: you can enjoy it. It definitely rewards rewatching. Yeah. I have some information about the Delancey Brothers. Oh,
0: good, because my only other note is, oh no, the Delancey Brothers.
1: Yes, Um, so Oscar and Morris Delancey. So I have a picture, because I was like, how am I ever going to remember which one is which? Morris is the one with the mustache, and Oscar is the one that looks like he probably is wearing eyeliner.
0: Okay, Um, so Morris mustache, got it. Right,
1: and so I have... Oscar on the left of this picture and Morris on the right.
0: Yeah. Oscar uh, has a slightly more boyish look to him. Correct. Morris kind of looks like he doesn't know how to formulate a complete sentence. Correct. <laughs> correct. So. Which I think he doesn't have as many lines, so that may well be the case. He's definitely the dumb
1: one. Yeah. In this. So Oscar DeLancey is played by a man named Sean Greenblatt. Okay. You might think that you know how to spell Sean in this. You might think it's maybe S-E-A-N. Nope. Oh, okay. Then it's S-H-A-W-N. Nope.
0: S-A-I-O-N? It's not even that. Okay. S H. Uh uh-huh. O N. Okay. Sean. Done. That's less complicated than I was trying to make it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's less complicated than possibly any of the other options. Yeah. Oh. Good job, Mr. and Mrs. Greenblatt. Yeah. Very good. Very good.
1: Um, so his top three, uh, his number one was that he played John Doe in Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, which was the sixth one. Um, it was the one right before New Nightmare. It was supposed to be the last one and then they made some more.
0: When when did it come out? Uh, I think 1991 is okay. what I saw. It. The only Freddy movie I've seen is the original. Yeah. So I'm fuzzy on the details of when and where and why and how right. there were so many others
1: uh j- if i may really quick here's a brief plot synopsis of uh, so i was like john doe so he, he was like nothing in in this freddy's dead movie and i watched a clip and it had brecken Meyer in it a very young brecken Meyer. Uh-huh. yeah he looks even cuter than you might think
0: because he looks pretty adorable even as a grown-ass man
1: truth okay. Like
0: adorable in like a a cute little boy way.
1: And he, and yeah, now imagine that, that adorable and a cute little boy way as a cute little boy. As an
0: actual cute right. little boy.
1: He's probably like 13, 14 in that Oh
0: role. my goodness, I bet he was adorable. Yeah,
1: he had hair that was doing some stuff. Please look it up. I will. So in June 1999, 10 years after the previous film, Freddy Krueger has returned and killed nearly every child and teenager in the town of Springwood, Ohio.
0: Wow, that's a lot of children and teenagers.
1: Exactly. The only surviving teenager, John Doe, is oh. confronted by Freddy in a dream. John wakes up just outside the Springwood city limits, but due to a head injury, does not remember who he is or why he is there. So he's like the lead. He's the lead. At a shelter for troubled youth, three of the residents, Spencer, Breck and Meyer, okay. Carlos and Tracy plot to run away to California. They, The police find John and take him to the shelter where he becomes a patient of Dr. Maggie Burroughs. Burroughs notices a newspaper clipping from Springwood in John's pocket. Why is she going in John's pocket? That's... For you to decide to cure john's amnesia she plans a road trip to springwood in an attempt to run away tracy carlos and spencer stow away in the van but they're discovered when john has a hallucination and almost wrecks the van just outside springwood so he is watch this yeah and uh if you're asking yourself does freddie uh kill Breckenmeyer by pretending to be uh a trippy music video The answer is yes.
0: Oh, good. What was this one called again?
1: Freddy's Dead colon The Final Nightmare. Hold on one second, please.
0: It is available to rent or buy on YouTube, Google Play, iTunes, Vudu, and Microsoft.
1: (laughs) And Microsoft.
0: I mean, I don't know what (laughs) platform that is. It's this one, the blue one with the little...
1: Microsoft. Sounds good to me.
0: Movie clappy thing that just says Microsoft. Yep. I'm going to rent that. Okay.
1: Hey, Johnny Depp makes a cameo. The oh, canyon. okay.
0: Yeah. But he got eaten by the bed. He sure did. Not bed, colon, the bed that eats people. Right. That's a different movie. That's a
1: whole different thing.
0: It's a whole different franchise.
1: So the other things that uh, I saw him in, in he was in Newsies, and then uh, he played Snapper in the movie Time Lock. They didn't list that as something he was best known for. Uh, that movie just sounded fun. Okay. So Morris Delancey is played by David Scheinkopf, who... Had more credits than than uh, Sean Greenblatt, Uh, so his top three are Newsies. He was a voiceover actor in Ben Hur.
0: Interesting, considering that he appears to not be able to string three words together in this movie.
1: Correct, and he was in the ADR loop group on Planes and the sequel to Planes, which is escaping me. So he did. He did. So ADR ADR is loop group. So he must have done like voice stuff and sound effect stuff for like other things that were happening in the Disney movie Planes. Okay. I don't know. Hey, if you know what an ADR loop group is, please let me know. They gave up, they said like miscellaneous crew. And I was like, what is that? And it said ADR loop group. Huh. So he was also in episodes of Quantum Leap and Ferris Bueller, the TV show. Okay. That they made of it. And he was on 12 episodes of Falcon Crest. Which was a believe a uh, like a primetime soap opera on like in the early nineties. Okay. And and the true claim to fame, he was once roommates with Luke Perry. Oh. So. Wow. Yeah.
0: R. I. P. Luke Perry.
1: Yeah. R. I. P. Luke Perry. So the Delancey brothers not bringing the heavy hits of starring roles in anything except for Freddy's Dead New Nightmare. No, nope, Freddy's Dead the Final Nightmare. Please don't let me confuse you on the titling of that. Horror movie. I
0: mean, it sounds not I mean, it sounds awful, but not awful.
1: I think the thing was that the plots of the nightmare movies were the same as like the Friday the thirteenth and the Halloween's where it was like, here's the plot, and they're like, Okay. And then the execution of it is like, especially the Nightmare on Elm Street ones, because as I've said before on all the other things, Freddy talks, so you have to give him lines. Yeah. And they're not great.
0: Well, no, it's always the villain is always creepier when they're not talking. Truth.
1: Yeah, you get get back to me on uh, what you think of Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare.
0: Okay. Do you have any interest in watching it? Sure. Because we could...
1: I haven't watched a, a Nightmare on the Street movie since, uh, since college. The only other thing I have is, DM me, what is that unpleasant aroma? I fear the sewer may have backed up in
0: the night. I wrote classic racetrack. Classic racetrack. <laughs> racetrack gets some good lines in in this week. He does... And come back tomorrow, please... Uh, is it tomorrow? If it's the line I'm thinking
1: of... It's tomorrow.
0: It's tomorrow. But it's
1: not Racetrack. Racetrack get some good lines in. To find out someone who doesn't get some good lines in, come back tomorrow.
0: Okay. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter, at Newsies Minute.
1: We are individually on Twitter. I am at Unabashed James. And
0: I'm at Unabashedly Aaron.
1: So it's hump day. Yep. And we have the first, the first episode this week to not feature... Uh, any humping?
0: Yeah, no pelvic thrusts. Uh, well, can't win them all. Can't hump them all. That's true. I always say. <laughs> you sure do. If there's one thing that you say just way more than any human being should, <laughs> it's can't hump them all. All right, now I have that sound clip of
1: Aaron saying that. So until <laughs> until tomorrow. Soak them for crutchy.
0: <laughs> the Scavengers Network.